The centerpiece of North Carolina's offense is coming back next season, Mr. Drake May. But guess what? So too is the heart of the defense, none other than first-team All-ACC linebacker Cedric Gray. And he joins us on today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Friday, December 23rd, 2022. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shade, and I want to thank you for joining us today like you do every day. And yes, if you're watching, I am wearing an ugly Christmas sweater, and it does say Tree Rex on it. You know what? I'm going to my son's school Christmas party right after this, and I'm passing out all the donuts. So absolutely, I'm festive today, and you'll hear my bells jingle every now and again. <laughs> this episode of Locked on Tar Heels is brought to you by Sling TV. Don't miss next week's holiday bowl between the Tar Heels and Oregon Ducks right there on Sling, the TV you love for a price you love. Try it today. Well, folks, today's whole episode is dedicated to an interview with Cedric Gray. We look ahead to the bowl game. We look back at the season it's been, talk about his decision to come back, and of course, some fun quick hitters to get to know Cedric better. Let's get right into it. It's a pleasure today on Locked on Tar Heels to be joined by first-team All-ACC linebacker, Mr. Cedric Gray. And today's interview with Ced is brought to you by Heels for Life, the collective supporting UNC football. And Ced, uh, it's great to have you, brother. Thanks for joining us. Uh, here's where we got to start. Earlier this week, Coach Brown made the news public uh, at his presser on Monday that you are definitely going to be back in Chapel Hill next season. What led you to that decision? Um, yeah, you know, um, I think ultimately, I think the number one thing on my list that led to my, that decision was, um, I think me personally for myself, I think, you know, I haven't reached um, my ceiling yet. I feel like as far as my collegiate career, career, I feel like I have a lot more developing I can do um, and bettering of myself um, in preparation um, to leave next year. Um, you know, not only that, but, you know, um, you know, I came to Carolina not to just play football, but to also graduate That's right. um, um, and get my degree. Um, that's something that I, I really want to do and kind of look forward to. Um, and so that definitely kind of played a role in, the, in that decision. And I think lastly is just, you know, knowing that, you know, we have a, a pretty good team and, you know, just coming off of, you know, getting to the ACC championship this year, um, you know, playing with my brothers. I mean, you know, I, I just felt like, you know, we should be able to do that one more time. Um, so, yeah, I think those are – kind of like the three main things that kind of really led me to um, that decision. I love that. I think that means so much, you know, remind remembering that you are student athlete is what you are. And I think that's such a great example, that desire to finish off and graduate. And, and speaking of that ceiling that you want to get to, boy, you pushed that ceiling high this year. And I know folks are excited to see how much higher that ceiling can get to in 2023. And we are right in the middle of bowl prep. The Tar Heels in action next Wednesday, December 28th against Oregon in the Holiday Bowl, 8 p.m. Eastern time on Fox at Petco Park, the home of the San Diego Padres. 
And, and said, as you guys prepare for this game, listen, I know it's been, after a fantastic season, a disappointment to lose these last three games. What, what have you done as a team? And what have you done individually uh, to put those behind you, learn from them, and move forward? Um, yeah, um, I think, you know, in, in every game, whether you win or lose, you know, there's there's a lot that you can take from it, good and bad. Um, and, you know, really just just kind of focusing in on, you know, what are what are the key things that kind of get you beat in football um, and, and, you know, kind of looking at, you know, um, how like did we do those things? You know, what I'm saying um, that's that's kind of, you know, how you look at it. I mean, and then you take that in and then you kind of make the adjustments off of that. Um, but you, you never get too high or too low on yourself hmm. um, in it. I, I don't think, you know, making it a big deal or too much of a big deal is something, you know, that we really need to do. I think we should be proud of, you know, what we have accomplished this season. And I think just keep moving forward, you know, take this as a lesson to learn. You know, like I said, coming back next year, you know, we we've definitely can say we've experienced this um, before and and should be able to, you know, get there, you know, a lot easier this time having that experience. Um, and so really that's just kind of how I look at it. I'm um, in preparing, you know, for Oregon. I think everybody is very excited um, to go play a, a really good team yeah. and to kind of, you know, you know, show the world that, you know, hey, you know, we had a good season and it wasn't, you know, just kind of a fluke. And we, you know, so I think everybody's really excited to to go out there. Should be an electric game, two high-level offenses. And that's the next thing I want to ask you about. Uh, you have your own electric quarterback in Drake May, who's just blown up this season. Well, Oregon, often known for their offenses, has one in Bo Nix as well. Um, as you've looked at him on tape or as you've thought about how you've faced your own electric quarterback and practices and other things, how has having Drake May helped prepare you for another electric quarterback, somebody like Bo Nix? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think having, you know, a guy like Drake May on, on your team, you know, overall just just makes the team a lot, lot better. <laughs> um, obviously, his performance, you know, kind of speaks for yourself. Um, but just like how you kind of alluded to, you know, being able to get to go against him, you know, in practice, you know, playing against, you know, a, a top five quarterback in this country, you know, every day in practice. I mean, you you tend to, you know, become a better player, you know, kind of doing that. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's definitely a plus, you know, competing against him, you know, every day for sure. He definitely, you know, kind of challenges you, you in your drops and different things like that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely a, a good thing to have. That's great. Now, when this episode releases, we're recording this on Tuesday, but it will release on Friday, which is the day you all are traveling to San Diego. You'll have Christmas with the teammates. You guys, a couple weeks ago, played NC State the day after Thanksgiving. What I want to ask you about is how difficult is it to kind of balance going from football to like holidays back to football and, and just moving back and forth between those things. How, how do you focus on the task at hand during holiday season? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it's just something that, you know, guys are kind of used to, you know, obviously holiday season, you know, is a, a very big and exciting time for a lot of people. Um, but I think, you know, just kind of, 
you know, always focusing on the mission and, and knowing, you know, you still have business to handle, you know, even though it's um, holidays and, and different stuff like that, or, you know, just, just days where, you know, most people wouldn't be really be doing nothing, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it like, <laughs> not say it like that, but um, you just kind of, you know, keep focusing because, you know, it's, it's not an excuse that it's just a holiday, um, but you definitely, um, you know, enjoy spending those, you know, holiday times with your family sure. or whatever such. Um, it's definitely important to do that. But I think just still focusing on, you know, what we have to do. Yeah, absolutely. You ever been to San Diego before? No, I've never. I've never been to California. <laughs> very exciting. That's a, what's the furthest west you've been? I've been to Texas. To Texas. To okay. Texas. Yeah. Okay, so we're making some new memories for said grade this holiday season. You let what, what about this one? You ever played in a baseball stadium before? Um, so no, I wouldn't say that. We played at Georgia State, which used okay. to be like the Turner Braves, Field, yeah, Braves Stadium, yeah, that's right. But yep. not in not not like an actual baseball stadium. So yeah. it should be it should be pretty interesting too, man. And what's cool about Georgia State's field is even before the Braves played there, it was where they had track and field at the 96 Olympics in Atlanta. So that yeah. stadium has been used for all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. So, uh, well, it will be super interesting to watch. I was looking at the diagram of the layout. Uh, the Carolina sideline is like basically all of center and right field. So y'all got all sorts of space back there behind you. That'll be uh, an interesting layout for sure. Well, that bowl game is going to be exciting. We do, though, want to also stop and take a look back, as said said just a couple minutes ago, at this super exciting year that the Tar Heels have. We will do that in just a minute. But first, let me remind you that this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season, what up? To basketball to the World Cup that just wrapped up this weekend. They've got it all at Bet Online. So make sure you check out the line for the Holiday Bowl, Carolina and Oregon. Going to be a great matchup. It's always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to the website today or Use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. We are joined today by Carolina first team all ACC linebacker, Mr. Sed Gray. And, and Sed, what I want to do is just take a look back at last year first. Starting last season, Eugene Asante had, had just come off that massive Orange Bowl um, the plan was for him to start alongside Jeremiah Gemmel. He does. But then eventually, once we get just to game three, Virginia, here comes this dude, number 33, said Gray. And it's like, okay, uh, you're coming into the starting lineup. You start popping. By the Florida State game, you uh, record a double-digit tackle game yourself. Um, in fact, you led the team in tackles that day. What what was that experience like for you, of that, that rapid ascent um, moving into the starting lineup and then just blowing up in that FSU game. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it was definitely um, an exciting um, moment for me. Um, you know, it was just kind of one day at practice. Um, uh, coach Dig, our linebacker coach, just kind of came up to me. It was just like, hey, um, you're starting this weekend. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's something that I was, you know, really happy about. You know, this is – you know, always been a dream of mine to 
you know, always kind of get to this level and, 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 and call myself a starter. Um, so it was definitely a, a, a surreal moment for myself. Um, but, you know, I've, I've always been the person who wanted to take advantage of my opportunities um, and different things like that. And so when I got out there on the field, I just tried to take advantage, you know, of my opportunity as much as I could and, you know, ended up, you know, having a, a pretty good season out of it. So. <laughs> Was, yeah, that's an fun. understatement, my friend. You had a great season. That's awesome. Uh, what, a specific moment I want to go back and look at and just I, I want to just hear what went through your head as this happened. Last year's Miami game, Tar Heels are holding on to a 45-42 lead. Miami's down at the Carolina 16, a chance to tie or take the lead, and Mr. Cedric Gray comes up with a game-sealing pick. Uh, what what did you see on that play? What what went through your head? Is is like I gotta catch this ball? Like uh, like just just talk to us about that moment. Yeah, um, I, I can definitely give you a little play by play. Um, so we were running like a a, a double a gap blitz. Uh, me <laughs> me and Jeremiah uh, Gimmel, um, linebacker last year, and um, basically um, I kind of came free. And but the running back stepped up on me, and then Jeremiah kind of beat the center, but uh, he was able to kind of get his hand on the ball uh, when the quarterback threw it. Van Dyke, um, ball kind of tips up, floating in the air. Um, I'm kind of close to it, but not not really that close to it, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I see Javari Ritzy. He's like like about to catch it, and then like one of the Miami guys kind of like hit him or push him, and the ball's just kind of bobbling around. And and as that's going on, I'm kind of just you know <laughs> approaching them, and the ball just kind of popped you know right into my hands, and uh, like that was the game. But you know that that that's kind of really what happened there. I mean, it, it happened so so fast, but it happened so slow at the same time because like I can give you every detail about it. Um, but it was, it was definitely, you know, one of the big moments in my career that I'll never forget for sure. Isn't that interesting how the human brain can do that? These split second things that happen and yet it feels like an eternity and you have that recall of every moment that happens. I hope that never leaves for you, my friend, and you'll always cherish moments like that. As you said, you had a pretty good year last year. I think we can call triple digit tackles a hundred. That's a darn good year. But then you jumped a higher than that this year, right now at 137 total tackles. What what sort of leap do you feel like you've made this season and what's allowed you to do that? Yeah, I, I think, you know, one of the biggest things is just, you know, experience and and kind of having that repetition and you know, kind of learning, you know, how the game is, you know, really played at this level. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you'll you'll get it in practice, but, you know, it, it's nothing like a game, you know, at the end of the day. I mean, the stakes are higher, um, all different sorts of things. And so I think really getting used to kind of playing the game um, kind of really attributes to that. But I think I also just got better as a player. You know, I think I got a little bit stronger. Um, I think I, I, I've learned how to get a little bit more physical this year um, and still see more room to improve in, in, in a lot of areas. Um, you know, I've always felt like I've been a pretty good, like, athlete, you know, playing, you know, wide receiver as well right. in high school. Um, 
And so I think really just kind of learning, you know, the overall position, you know, uh, um, of, you know, different technique and, and all different stuff like that, I think really kind of attributed um, to me having, you know, um, a better year this year. Yeah. Well, and, and I know we're hitting on a lot of your individual success, and I, I'm sure you would trade like all of that for a conference championship or making the CFP, but let, if I can, let's just focus, continue to focus in on you. Can you put into words what it means to you to be recognized as a first team all ACC linebacker? Yeah, um, that, 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 that's like amazing to me. Once, <laughs> once again, like I said, you know, growing up kind of playing football, you know, you just watching this on TV, seeing different guys growing up do these things. I mean, you only dreamt of doing them. Um, as yourself and, and just to kind of be living that, you know, it, it, it's it's so surreal for me. So it, it's very exciting, um, but it's also very motivating for me because, yeah. you know, I, I want to keep going. You know, my ceiling isn't just here. Um, and so, yeah, but it, it's, it's definitely something that I take pride in and that I'm very excited that I received that honor. Yeah, absolutely. And and for those who haven't caught on to these things, it's not just all ACC recognition. Our guy said is second in the nation in solo tackles, first among all power five schools, uh, I believe fourth in total tackles in FBS, but again, top among all power five schools. And so, I mean, it's just brother ridiculous what you've done and can't wait to see how that continues on feels like this year, man, you and Power have been able to be so consistent game in and game out at the linebacker position, but the defensive line has just suffered so many injuries in front of you. The secondary, so many injuries behind you and beside you. What what have you and Power been able to do to help bring along the guys who have been forced into action because of all those injuries? Yeah, um, I think first and foremost, you know, um, me and Power kind of take pride in ourselves and, and, and kind of being the leaders that's right. um, um, of this defense. Um, I think that's something that I've kind of always uh, had in me and power definitely has it in him. I mean, yeah. the, the, the energy and, 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 the, and the positivity um, and the viciousness that he brings to the game. I mean, it, it's, it's just uncomparable. Dude has a real passion um, for the game. And so I think, you know, mixing, um, that with me um, and, and just my, you know, will to, you know, um, encourage my teammates. I think it, it was something that, that really benefited our team. And I think, you know, kind of kept the defense together, even when we were going through rough times as a defense. Um, and, and, and I th definitely think it helped us um, improve, you know, as a defense um, as the season went on. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think, you know, um, that played a big role for sure. Yeah. Well, it has been a special year for the two of you. Not sure if you're aware of this. Power uh, is at 98 tackles right now. And so if he gets two more in the bowl game, you will be the first duo of Carolina defenders to have triple-digit tackles since 2016. Quite an accomplishment for the linebacking core this yeah. season. 
Um, said for you particular, I know you haven't really missed time, but man, it feels like you've been banged up and in, in and out a lot. So many times where a play will end and you're just like down for the count, but you get up and keep going. What is it about you that just even despite nicks and bruises and everything else allows you to keep being in there game in and game out play after play? Yeah. I mean, I think I, that just kind of truths to, um, you know, some toughness. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, we play football. I mean, we, we literally <laughs> hit each other, you know, for a living. So, That's right. you know, having having little nicks um, and bruises is, you know, uh, you know, for me personally, it's not really um, an excuse to kind of, you know, sit out. I mean, you got to will your way. You got to do what you can, um, you know, not only for yourself, but for this team. Um, you know, to win the game. Um, and that's just, just kind of what I kind of live by, you know. I'm going to give, you know, all I got until I can't no more. <laughs> that's but, yeah, I mean, usually those are just, you know, little nicks. I mean, like I said, you know, playing linebacker, I mean, you run into people, you know, a lot. So you might catch a little stinger um, here and there. But, you know, you shake it off and you get back in there. Absolutely, you do. Love to see it and cannot wait to watch you guys in action one more time this season against Oregon. Going to be a lot of fun and uh, can't wait to see how many more tackles you add to that total as you guys work to contain Bo Nix and that dynamic Oregon offense. Well, folks, we want to get to know Sed a little better. It's Christmas time, so I've got some quick hitter questions for you. Just boom, boom, boom. Want to get those answers. You ready? Yeah. All right, Cedric Gray, favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone. Home Alone. One, two, which one? Shit, both of them. Both of them. I love it. Let's go. Best Christmas present you've ever received? Uh, Probably a PS4 when I was in the seventh grade. I, nice. I wanted that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite Christmas morning tradition? Um... Probably breakfast. <laughs> Dude, my, my man's got to eat. He's a linebacker, folks. Let's go. Speaking of which, for Christmas dinner, the thing I look forward to eating most is what? Mashed potatoes. Oh, come on. Yes. White gravy or brown? What's your favorite? Brown. Love it. All right. I know there's a bunch of different Grinches. There's the original cartoon. There's the Jim Carrey. There's the newer animated one. Uh, which Grinch is the best Grinch? I don't know. I really can't answer that question for you. <laughs> That's I might okay. have seen like one Grinch movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, this one gets, I don't know why people get so bent out of shape about this one, but when is it acceptable to start listening to Christmas music? When, as early as you can. That's right. Or, or, Let's go. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you pick when you want to hear it. Okay. Uh, rant, just general quick hitter things. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Yes, that's the right answer every time. Way to go. I'm <laughs> proud of you. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, or Twitter? Instagram. Instagram. All right, you're eating French fries. What sauce are you dipping them in? Mm, cheese or ketchup? <laughs> Let's go. Little little nacho cheese. That sounds great. I'm behind that. All right, finish this quote. When I'm not playing football or studying, I enjoy doing what? 
playing video games. There you go, that PS4. What do you have now? What do you play on? I got the P5 now. Yes, let's go. What's your favorite uh, game? What are you playing right now? Um, Right now I'm playing 2K. I mean, I really just play 2K Madden. I play Call of Duty. I play GTA some. Um, and I've been playing this new game. It's called, like, well, I guess it's not a new game, but it's new for me. It's called God <laughs> War. Okay. And it's yeah. very, very popular. So. Yeah. That's cool. Who is the best video game player on the football team? Uh, that, that depends on the game. That's fair. <laughs> who do you play with? How about that? Who do I play with? Let's see. I play with Geo. Um, play with Storm Duck. Um, I play with a few different people. I, I, I play with Jeremiah Gimbel a lot, even though he's not here. That's cool. Um, Ravo Hasek. There, there's a few guys who, who definitely, you know, play the game. Love sure. it. Love it. All right. Next one. When my football days are over, I want to do what? Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer I've ever gotten to that question. Way to go. <laughs> okay you can go to dinner with one athlete dead or alive who is it and why but most importantly where are you going to eat um i'll probably say Deion sanders yes um and i think me personally i think that that was like my favorite like i guess kind of like old school play if you want not old school but for me, he's old school, I guess you'd say. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> he, he was an athlete when I was growing up, so I'm old. I get it. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he, he he's definitely, like, probably one of my favorite players ever. Um, and, and not only that, but just kind of see, seeing, you know, him recently, um, not just with Jackson State, but even before that, you know, in high school and um, how passionate he is about coaching um, yeah. and, and, and kind of giving back. Um, to the community um, is definitely somebody I, I look up to and, and would love to, you know, have a conversation with for sure. I love that. That's very well said. How's he going to do at Colorado? Oh, he's going to do great. He's, he's <laughs> going to turn them around. I would anything, love to. Anything he touches turns into gold. Dude, right? Yes. Let's go. Uh, I grew up in Atlanta, man. So I was I was in the years where he was playing for the Braves and then getting on a plane and flying back to play for the Falcons on the same day. That was my childhood. It was awesome. Um, okay. Earlier, you reminded folks, uh, folks, if you don't know, our man said played a receiver in high school too. What do you most miss about playing on the offensive side of the football? I say scoring touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> There, there, there's there's no other feeling like scoring a touchdown um so i it's been especially doing this doing it at this level so i gotta get me one uh, for sure definitely before before i get out of here you should you missed a big bargaining chip you should have hey mac listen i need to get some i need to touchdown on offense next year and if you let me do that i'm definitely coming back you got to get that into your contract or something buddy <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, outside of linebacker or receiver, if you could play any other position on the field, what would it be? Um, if I was able to? Yeah. Quarterback. <laughs> be fun. Yeah. Yes. Man, that's good. Well, uh, speaking of contracts and money and stuff, I, it just seems like 
NIL, I, I know there's stuff to get ironed out and we got a lot to figure out with tampering and other things, whatever. But it feels like it's been such a big win for you guys as student athletes. This ability now to legitimately um, get, have gain off of your name, image, and likeness. Um, how are you working to take advantage of that opportunity? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely working to take advantage of that opportunity. I think first, you know, working um, with you guys over here on um, at Hills for Life um, in this collective um, and you guys kind of providing, you know, different opportunities um, for us is, is, is definitely something um, I've been using and, and greatly appreciate. Um, also, um, I ha we're, you know, kind of allowed to have um, like a marketing agent or NIL agent, um, which I also have um, one of those as well, who's kind of been helping me get different opportunities. Um but yeah, I, I definitely think it's a good thing. You know, I think, you know, if, if a person, you know, has the ability to, you know, make, you know, compensation for themselves. I mean, I, I think, you know, um, when we get paid, that, that, that should be allowed. So, That's right. Um, so yeah, NIL has, has definitely been good and it definitely is, it's going to have, you know, it's ups and downs, but I think overall, this is, this is a good thing. Um, for, for college athletes moving forward. I agree. Love it. And you got one more chance to, to benefit from that. Doesn't hurt to come back one more go round for it. Cedric Gray, thank you so much for your time. One last question. What does it mean to you to be a Tar Heel? Mm, that's, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I would say it, it just means a lot to me. I think, you know, it's it's a it's a place of significance you know in my mm -hmm. life um you know it, it's a school who took a chance on me um and gave me a, an opportunity um to go to school and, and, and to play football there um something that's always been my dream um but not only that i think this is a, a huge chapter um in my life and you know carolina kind of gave me that mm -hmm. um and so I, I think that's the, the, the significance. Um, and that's what kind of makes me a Tar Heel. I love that, man. That is a great answer. Well done. Cedric Gray, happy Christmas to you. I hope that uh, you have a great time out in San Diego. Don't get into any trouble, but go uh, kick some duck butt. Maybe you should watch Mighty Ducks a time or two just to get into <laughs> the rhythm of it and get ready. Very seriously, thank you so much for your time. We're grateful to you. No problem. Thanks for having me. That's it for today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. That's it for this week of Locked on Tar Heels. Can't believe it. Next time we are together, Christmas will have already passed and we'll be getting geared up for a bowl game. Such exciting stuff. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Heels. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Shaden. Of course, go give our guy Sed Gray a follow as well. Huge thanks to him for joining us even in the midst of all his bowl preparation you can email the show locked on tar heels at gmail.com for your next listen let me encourage you to check out locked on sports today the biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions big game recaps and of course the take of the day it's available on the odyssey app youtube and anywhere else you get podcasts 
We'd be honored if you would subscribe to the show if you haven't already done so. If you would smash the like button and leave some comments or questions for said Gray and we'll get those to him. It's been great to hang out this week. I can't believe Christmas is almost here. Uh, Happy holidays in whatever way you celebrate. And it is always a great day to be a Tar Heel, right? You know it. Until next week, peace. Peace.